0: Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Doctor Who Starring Mark Kalita as The Doctor Laura Post as Olivia Lapluette Episode 3 In Plain Sight Part 1 By Stephen J. Cohen 90.7
1: FM, New Orleans Public Radio. And now, back to Living the Blues. Your guide to homegrown sounds to be heard here in the Big Easy. Hello, this is Renee Conter. Welcome back to Living the Blues. Thought I'd finish off this hour with my own tribute to Bobby Sheen. Blue traveler bases. sheehan was found dead in all at home earlier this year. Too young. Too soon. So, let my last track of the year. Now on New Year's Eve. Sorry, I
2: know
3: I'm late. Olivia, there you are, keeping me waiting. Don't tell me no stop stories, girl. I got you
2: to run if I'm going to make it down the river all the time.
3: Oh, is Ray taking you out on a riverboat tonight? Hell yeah. Music, dance, and the whole thing. <laughs> How's my hair? Beautiful as ever. Ain't you sweet? Hey,
2: why's a girl like you waiting tables on New Year's Eve? The boss ain't heard
3: you come in yet. Duck out with me. Ray's got this friend. No, Marie, you go.
2: Listen here, Miss Libby. It ain't just New Year's Eve. It's 1999. It's the end. It's big. And a girl like you should have a handsome guy with her at
3: midnight. You really can't. All right, all right. I can take a hint. You call me if you change your mind, though. (laughs) Sure thing. Bye. (sighs) Back to work. My lover boy. 10 <laughs> minutes. Bye! Any seat you like. I'll be with you in a minute.
2: Thank you. Oh, good. It's warm. And dry. Oh, why did I let George talk me into this?
3: Welcome to Café du Monde. My name is Olivia. I'll be your... Good God, what happened to you? <laughs>
2: Small accident, really.
3: Are you okay?
2: Quite all right. Just wet.
3: Can I get you something hot to drink? And maybe a towel? Tea would be lovely. Tea? Yes, please. What's your name? People call me the Doctor. Well, Doctor, you may not have realized it, but you're in New Orleans and not London. This is a coffee town. I could grab you one of the stale old tea bags we probably have hidden in the back for the clueless few that stumble into this place and just don't get it, but judging by your accent, you won't be happy with that. Or I can get you something fresh, hot, and strong. Um,
2: whatever you think best.
3: Right back, then.
0: Pardon the intrusion, sir, but that young man who phoned earlier
4: is here to see you. Thank you, Kazabon. You may show him in. Yes, sir. Mr. Umberto
0: Brown, sir.
4: Mr. Brown, please have a seat. I was told that you needed to see me. Something urgent? How may I help you today? Yes,
5: I know that you are a busy man, Mr. Ocosi. I would just like to confirm your whereabouts on a certain date. Oh, are you a police officer, Mr. Brown? No, I've been doing some research on my own for a book I am writing. And I was wondering if you could confirm your whereabouts on October 29th, 1906. 1906? 94 years ago. Yes, October 29th, 1906. That will be all, Kazabon. Yes, sir. Here is a copy of a photograph taken at St. Elizabeth's Cathedral in Casa, Slovakia on October 29,
4: 1906. Ninety-four years ago? Yes. Do I look that old, Mr. Brown? I am not a young man now, you know. Add ninety-four years to these features. Do
5: I honestly look that old? No, you don't. The man in this picture is not your father. In fact, after a bit of checking... I've come to the conclusion that Francis Ricosi V did not in fact exist. So, is this a picture of
4: you? Yes, it is. They were moving my father, my real father's, remains home. Mr. Brown, if they were moving the remains of your parents across the continent, wouldn't you go to see that it was being done properly? Your father? Francis Ricosi II? He died in
5: 1735? Yes, he did. In
4: Rodosto, the country you would call Turkey. That would make you 300 years old. Oh, at least. Tell me, Mr. Brown, what are you planning to do with this information? It is for your book? Yes, it is. To tell you the truth, I thought you would deny it flat out.
5: And then I would take the papers I had gotten together and print those. I was actually
4: surprised- And that I simply confirmed your suspicions- Yes, well, I always find it easier this way. What do you mean, always? Come now, Mr. Brown. Do you really think that over the years, the centuries, that you have been the only person ever to figure it out? Well, no, I... So, before I end this less than delightful interview, do you have any other questions? What? Questions. Come now, tell me. What do you think is going on here? Oh, uh,
5: well... Where do you come from? What planet? What? What planet are you from? Uh,
4: humans don't live for... Is that what you think is going on? Mr. Brown, I must say that I severely overestimated you. Here I thought you a scholar, a studious learned man, a book you said. So, I assumed Templars, Masons, Illuminati, but no... All you can see in your limited little mind is X-Files. Tell me, Umberto. I can call you Umberto, can't I? Tell me, what do you know of Clark's Third Law? Well, let me enlighten you. His Third Law states that any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. It follows, then, that the converse is true. Any sufficiently arcane magic is utterly indistinguishable from advanced, even alien, technology. Do I look like a little green man to you? No, of course not. What What are you doing? You never came here tonight. What? I... You never came here tonight. I never came here tonight. You found nothing of interest when looking into the life of Francois Racozy. All of your leads lead to nothing. It was a dead end. A dead end. It was nothing at all. It was all a dead end. A dead end. You will sleep now. You rang, sir? Yes, Cazabon. Take the unconscious, Mr. Brown, for a little ride. Once you have found an appropriate place for him, call the police and report his whereabouts. He will remember nothing. The fool. The utter fool. Immediately, Sir.
3: Here's your coffee, and a towel. Ah,
2: thank you. Oh,
3: that is good. If all coffee were like this... What am I tasting? Chicory. I'm sorry to ask this, but can you shift down a bit? You're making huge puddles, and I have to wipe this up before someone slips.
2: Oh, of course. I am terribly sorry about this.
3: No, don't apologize. Six more months, and I will never be waiting tables again. I submit my thesis at the end of the month, defend it by April, and then it's off to... off to... I don't know. Somewhere. Your thesis? You're a student. Ah. May I ask what it's about? Uh, It's all... Technical engineering mumbo-jumbo. You wouldn't be interested. Try me. Okay. It's about harnessing zero-gravity environments to perfect artificial crystalline structures in hope of improving lasers for use in microsurgery.
2: How do you propose to overcome inherent impurities in the essential compounds, given the primitive state of... Oh, am I still in your way?
3: Just shift over a little bit more so I can get... Doctor, yes. up uh- here! My family's been here in New Orleans for years. We used bow ships. We caused a bit of Huge trouble in our and time. enough that my father spikes. and his brothers were often referred to as. And la and and one of one of Specific impurities you were talking. Doctor? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Where did you say you were studying? I didn't say, actually. Tulane, here in town. Hometown girl who just couldn't bear to leave, I guess. And you, Doctor? I don't even know your name, or why you're totally soaked, or what brought you to New Orleans, or even to the States. Who are you, Doctor? Really? Marie, are you here? Damn, here's lip, where's Marie? Hey, Ray. No idea. She left here hours ago. I thought she was on her way to meet you and go out dancing. I thought that too. But, I wait, she doesn't show. I try calling her cell, she doesn't
2: answer. I drive by her house, she's not there. I drive back to my house just in case and she's not there either. So I came here, what the hell happened? Damn, Liv, this ain't like her. You know Marie's solid, dependable. She doesn't flake out like
3: that. Now you're getting me worried. Have you called the police? I was hoping that I'd find her here and I wouldn't have to call, but now... What choice do I have?
2: It doesn't sound like you have much confidence in the police. Who the hell are you?
3: It's okay,
2: Ray. Who the hell is he? Why is this soggy, limey white boy butting into my
3: business? Stop it, Ray. You're worried. That's all. Don't blow this all out of proportion. (sighs) I'm sorry, Doctor.
2: I didn't mean to intrude, but if you will allow me, I do think I can help. Olivia, is there a computer that I can use?
3: I have a laptop in my backpack. It's out in my car. Will that do?
2: What you gonna do, Googler? Something like that.
4: Yeah, was well, Just moving on down the alley when all of a sudden the log over there moved.
2: What site is that? Who is unit? United Nations Intelligence Task Force. I have a special password. I am going to use Unit's Interpol query system to pull data from the local police system. There. I have a grid of New Orleans. Ray, where was Marie supposed to meet you?
3: Right about there.
2: And? Where are we now?
3: Here. What are you doing, Doctor?
2: Pulling up all reported incidents along her most likely route. Ray, are any of those Marie's license plate numbers?
3: No. Why?
2: Good. Those were cars in a nasty accident. Too much alcohol? Not enough sense. What's this? What? A missing person report? No. A person found? No information at all on who it is. Just found unconscious, no sign of a vehicle. Right, Ray, have you called Marie's family and checked other places that she might have stopped first? Hell, not yet. Okay, you do that. Olivia, what time does your shift end?
3: About five minutes ago.
2: Perfect. Olivia and I will check out this found person thing. It's probably nothing, but I hate leaving loose ends. After that, let's all check in again. Right? Let's go.
3: Who is this guy? No idea. (laughs) I don't even know his name.
0: Here, Mr. Brown.
5: Sit right here. What? Where am I? I. I. No, no, no. You weren't supposed to wake up yet. What a pity. What are you talking about? Where am I? Who are you?
0: Unfortunately for you, Mr. Brown, I am the last person that you will ever
1: see. <laughs>
2: Did you get his plate number?
3: No, it was too fast. Oh my god, what happened to him?
2: Not sure. I don't see any broken bones. He's losing a lot of blood. I need to see those wounds. Help me turn him over.
3: Oh, what did that?
2: Nothing human, I dare say. Look at those puncture wounds. Small, parallel, humanoid in shape, but not human. What are you talking about? Probably not a plasmavore. They have a tendency to use devices to collect the blood. They don't often drink it directly. I once met one that used a straw. Back up, Doctor. Slow
3: down. And where are the police?
2: They aren't here yet. We happened to see the call come in on the unit website. But I would imagine New Year's Eve in a big city like this probably keeps the police pretty busy. They should be here soon. Back to these wounds. Olivia, put your scientific brain aside a moment to take a good look at these. Small circular punctures on the neck, skin turning white. Pressure bruises that should be darkening, but aren't, seemingly for lack of blood.
3: Vampires?
2: Well, we are in New Orleans. Maybe Anne Rice was onto something. No identification in his pockets, And the idea is... Wait, what's this?
3: It was inside the lining of his jacket. Just a name. Francois There's an address on the back. St. Charles Avenue. That's the garden district. Why is that name familiar? I really don't want to be found by the cops crouching over a dead body. Spending the rest of New Year's Eve in lockup, not my idea of a good time. Raccozy? Of course! The Prince of Transylvania!
2: What? Francis Raccozy was called the Prince of Transylvania. He led a rebellion against the Prussian aristocracy. He died back in 1735. So how is Francis mixed up in all of this? He was a great man. Terrible card player. Couldn't bluff his way out of a paper bag. But meet him on the battlefield, and that was another story. Superior
3: forces always lost to the superior intellect. Are you serious? Wait. Don't say dead serious. That would just be too... (sighs) What am I doing? How did I let you talk me into this? I don't even know you. Can you
2: get me to that address?
3: What about Marie?
2: Hopefully, Ray has had more luck than we have. Hopefully, there was a simple explanation for her disappearance. But we have a mystery here before us, Olivia.
3: Right. Let's go. Okay, so talk.
2: What would you like me to talk
3: about? Come on, Doctor. Who are you? What the hell is really going on here? What's unit? Are you a spy? Do you really expect me to believe that we're dealing with vampires? Answer them in any order you like.
2: I don't expect anyone to believe anything. Use your eyes at your own logic. Then tell me what you think is going on.
3: <sighs> Fair enough. How do you know about this Prince of Transylvania guy? You don't look goth enough to be a vampire groupie. We get a lot of them here. I don't think I should stop.
2: Unless you'd like explaining why we just left a dead body in the middle of a highway rest area. I agree. Groupie. I've just been around a bit. In fact, I was in Castle Slovakia when the remains of Francis Rikosi were brought home from Turkey. Oh. In 1906. What? I'm a bit older than I look.
3: Well, let me guess. You got the portrait of Dorian Gray in your closet?
2: No. A time machine.
3: What? Uh, correct me if i
2: but, uh, here in the States, don't you? Drive on the right. Just trying to make you feel at home. What a wonderful hostess. I haven't had this much fun for at least seven lives.
1: We're
3: running out of road. Any ideas?
0: Doctor Who, In Plain Sight, by Stephen J. Cohen, directed and produced by Paul Mannering. Theme music remixed by Danny Stewart. Additional music was Black Snake Moan, by Blind Lemon Jefferson. Black Cat Bone, by Swamp Man and the Machine. Low Mean and Green, by Telemetry, featuring Swamp Man. Mojo Runner Jam, T. Davis, Joe Quest, and E. Rad. Feeling Blue, by Blue Attitude. All music sourced from www.acidplanet.com Appearing in this episode were Mark Kalita as The Doctor Laura Post as Olivia LePluet, Davidson Kowiak as The Radio DJ Stefania Lintonbin as Marie Matt Watson-Howard as Umberto Brown Stephen Kilcullen as Francois Roccozzi Gareth Preston as Kosobov Stephen J. Cohen as Ray. Broken Sea Audio Productions has released this podcast under a Creative Commons license. For details, please visit www.brokensea.com slash Doctor Who. Original work including the script, music and effects featured in this production are the properties of their creators. Doctor Who and most related concepts and characters are the property of the British Broadcasting Corporation. Other related characters and concepts are the property of Terry Nation. No copyright infringement is intended.
1: Coming soon from Broken Sea Production. No, O oh Prince, and between the time when the oceans drank Atlantis and the rise of recorded history, there was an age undreamed of. Shining kingdoms lay spread across the world like blue mantles beneath the stars. From the north came a Sumerian, sword in hand, a thief, a reaver, a slayer, with gigantic melancholies and gigantic mirth to tread the jeweled thrones of the earth. Under his sandaled feet, Broken Sea Audio Productions presents The Full Cast Audio Dramatization of the Queen of the Black Coast, A Tale of Conan, written by Robert E. Howard.